Happy Monday, everybody. Sherm here, the crazy Asian. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this. Talking about leadership and specifically about allowing your employees to do it their way. This is one of the most difficult things, I think, for a lot of leaders to be able to do is to allow people to do things. They're going to do it um, not the same way. They're not going to do it to the same completion that you would. They're probably going to do it a lot slower than you would. And it's going to get a a result that you probably didn't expect, even if it is what you wanted to get accomplished. But before jumping in, let's hear a word from our sponsor. All right. So think of it from this perspective as a leader, as a manager, you decided to hire someone and you wanted to have one of them to have a specific set of skills, a specific amount of talent. And you told them, yes, we really want you. And on top of that, we're willing to pay you a certain amount of money to be able to come over here and do your job. And then as a manager or a leader, for whatever reason, as you give them different tasks, you start telling them the way that they should get it done. So instead of doing it this way or that way, you want them to do it your way, which is going to fly into the complete opposition of what you probably told them in the interview process, and that was that you were looking somebody that had this kind of skill set, that they could do it on their own, that can make decisions, that could really be taking that portion of the job off of your plate, or be able to add this, a little, um, this amount of talent and skill set to your team. And so as you start micromanaging and expecting the person to do it the way that you want them to do it, that becomes the ultimate issue, is that all of a sudden now you become a liar, somebody that wasn't telling them the actual truth. In reality, you should have told them the interview process, um, if you want to work for me, I'm going to micromanage you, I'm going to tell you how to do it, I basically need a body that's going to listen to, tell me, to, listen to me and tell, tell, and as I tell them what to do. The problem with that leadership style as well is it's, hey, this is my leadership style, fall in line. Very much of a more of a militant operation, less of accountability, less of empowerment, um, less of them actually being able to truly bring their talents to the table. The problem that that creates is you're not duplicating yourself. You're not allowing yourself to be able to get out what's ultimately theirs. You're not able to pull out their actual skill set and strengths, and you're not actually developing a team or an individual. You're just telling people what to do. The problem with that is you're assuming that your talents, your strengths are all that's what's needed. So when it comes to the vision of what needs to go, you can have the vision, but the execution of that vision needs to be uniquely your team's. If let's say you hire someone and you're a one-stop shop person, you hire an administrative assistant and you tell them, this is what I, how I want things to go down in regards to the job description, and then you allow them the freedom to be able to get that job done. They're going to be more creative than you. They're going to be more um, organized than you. They're going to be able to get things done that you can't get things done because they have a different set of skills. Too often people are bound by their own thoughts, their own vision, and they want to be able to see and control how things are getting done. In reality, you need to trust that your team can get done exactly what you've assigned to them, or you've hired incorrectly. 
If you have to manage every single part of the process, then you yourself have not given, you've not empowered your team and you've not given them the opportunity to truly showcase their talents. And if you don't trust them, then you hired poorly. And again, that's your own fault. You are the one that is um, responsible for bringing on the right people onto your team. Also, as you allow them to be able to do things the way that you think the freedom, I guess, as you think that they should get them done. So you you basically take the step back and you allow them to get things done. You need to reiterate then the vision, the expectations, the timeline, the budget. So even though it's constantly in front of you, it needs to constantly be in front of them. Teammate, you know, employee. Remember how you were just hired. 90 days. Let's check in. What do you need from me? How can I help you accomplish the goals that you're set out to do? What's getting in the way of you being able to accomplish your set expectations by year end, by 90 days, by six months, right? Put in different checkpoints that they should have accomplished a certain set of things in order to know that they're on pace and that you're holding them accountable to accomplishing specific things, specific tasks, being on budget, being on time. And by being able to check in with them, you're able to have true feedback and be be able to truly show them and explain to them and have them explain back to you the expectations. By being able to do that, you're able to check in to make sure that they see things <clears throat> the same way that you do and they'll be a, be able to accomplish the same things that you are setting them out to accomplish. It's in this way that you're, you're able to truly move forward your team in a way that's impactful and empowering instead of allowing things to happen at default mode or at the speed at which business moves. It's these kinds of conversations that truly move you and your team closer to those expectations because they're constantly being talked about. They're being um, consistently reiterated to the various employees. Next is when it comes to leading those that lead others. This becomes a little bit more complex. This becomes much more higher management skill set than the initial, right? So I'd call one-on-one conversations of immediate conversations with your team that directly report to you that have certain things to accomplish. Now you're talking to individuals that need to accomplish something through the team of others. So for example, you are a um, sales manager and you have a team or let's say uh, a director. And so you have sales managers below you and then there's the actual agents below them. So it becomes something along these lines. How are you holding your team accountable? What can I do to support you as you lead your team? As you think about your teammates, what's holding them back? What's getting in the way of them accomplishing what they need to? What can we remove from them so that way it's more streamlined? How's our processes? Are they getting in the way? Are they allowing people to execute on their deliverables? 
So it becomes about allowing that person, giving them the tool set, the skills to be able to lead their team and then to be able to hold that team to those high and lofty expectations. I think when people look back at leading others, they'll say that their high expectations is what got them to be able to deliver on high results. That very few often have people been to accomplish great things when little was expected and little was required. The highest level of leadership is to be able to lead others that are leading others. So you're leading a team. The question you have to ask yourself is as a leader, are you leading them to lead others? Do you have the ability, it's that, uh, remind it's that old phrase of teach a man to fish, you feed him for a day, teach a man to um, know how to fish. No, no, yeah, <laughs> sorry, here's the phrase. Give a man a fish, you feed him for the day. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Teach a man how to teach others to fish, and you feed generations to come. And that's the difference, is that as a leader, the immediate skill set is, hey, how, how are you doing? How can I help you? Allow them to be able to make the mistakes. Allow them to be able to do things a little bit slower. I'll expect them, though, to get things done on time. Expect them to stay within budget. Expect them to be able to deliver when you've told them that they should deliver at a certain level. When it comes to leading other leaders, this is a different skill set. Because now you're trying to identify how do we get the entire team to follow this vision and how are my team members, my other leaders, my other managers, how are they implementing that with their team? How are they explaining the expectations? How are they delivering on leading their team to higher heights, to greater levels of vision. Sure, so.